So we have an unconscious cookie lying on a cot, and we have a Finn, a Philip, and a Bruno standing around the police interrogation room table that has a valise and a teapot rattling on top of it. Another valise is on the floor. Animum scripter in one valise, Philip's journal in Finn's hand. As the ritual is complete and Philip stops his cackling just long enough to hold his hand out to Finn. Uh, Finn, be a good lad and return that to me if you would, please. Finn hands it back and plops down into the chair, seemingly exhausted. Well, that was quite a workout, that one. Oh, yes, I do expect so. <laughs> uh, that was quite a, uh, quite a lot of things there. So it turns out that this ash is indeed real, and he is now inside a teapot. <laughs> oh, I can never have a cup again. Oh, dear. Well, we should probably put that back in your 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 bag, because um. Yes, capital. Yes, we should. That way, when Mister Police Officers here, we don't have to answer more questions. And Philip starts putting his tea service away. He's very careful with the teapot. He wants to make sure it stays closed. There's a uh, a lot of them questions that are going to be coming. Well, you're rather bully at answering questions, aren't you? Especially from police officers. You want me to handle this? <laughs> Would you prefer I handle this? I don't know what I'd prefer right now, because some weird shit going down. Philip snaps his valise shut and sits back down. His journal goes into his inner coat pocket. And behind his dark glasses, he looks at Bruno. Well, what questions do you have? He looks at you as though, really? Then he motions at your journal, at Finn, at the bag where your teapot is now residing, and at the unconscious passed out cookie. Who begins to stir. Fucking great. Well, I shall answer them in the order they were received. My journal has the contents of a particular ritual that I found and copied from a particular book, which is around your leg right now. I gave that to Finn because I felt that being the youngest and surprised of us all, Finn would have the mental fortitude and energy necessary to complete the ritual. The teapot was a necessary part of said ritual because it was a jar that the soul was required to be trapped in. And finally, Cookie had another soul within her, which I believe would be this enigmatic ash. <laughs> How bracing. Look over to Finn as if I was just told a lot of things. Those things don't necessarily make up a lot of sense, but you know what? Let's... Sure. Well, when you spend as much time as reading books as Philip and I, you pick up on a few things. Oh, yes, quite. Like how to uh, cast a spell or two? I dare say I've never quite had the opportunity to complete a ritual and have it work, but admittedly, if I found a ritual inside a book, it was more profitable to sell it, wasn't it? Until now. Right, so you've never actually cast a spell. Oh, quite. Quite correct. That's not a thing that normal people do. I figured... <laughs> no, I suppose it isn't. <laughs> well, 
But those who read books like that, I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's dozens, if not more, and part of DARP who do. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, I must, they probably don't shout it off the rooftops about it because, well, it is a little less savory, typically. So you just do it when you have to. Mm, yeah, well. Uh, Finn, my boy, I'd like to pick your brain later. I, I have, uh, I have some experiments that I'd like to try. This doesn't seem like it's going to be a good thing. Right. Well, as Charlotte is coming round, let's us uh, see what, uh, damage you have done to her, Bruno. That was a rather impressive right hook. The hell? Ow. What did you guys do? You hit me, Bruno. I can't believe you... You hit me! Well, Bruno, I think you'll uh, field this one for me, won't you? You punched me right in my jaw and knocked me out. What did you guys do? I hate all of you. All of you. Where's the cops? Well, that's not all that surprising. No, where's the cops? Oh, they're outside. Bring them in here. What? You assaulted me. Oh, this could have gone better. Cookie just jumps up and goes to attack Bruno, just to punch him right back in his face. Roll it. Ooh, you want to roll your dodge, Bruno? No. No? You're going to take that hit? Yeah. There you go, Bruno. Couple, couple HP lost. Pow, right in the kisser. Yeah, he just stands there. I do say the big lummox knows how to take a hit. My face! You did this to my face! It's it's huge! What else did you guys do to me while I was out? I can't... Oh, God! What the hell, Bruno? Well, in his defense, you were screaming and um, <clears throat> trying to read Forbidden Book. Cookie, I think it's about now that you realize that other presence that's always with you is gone. What did you guys do? What did you do to me? I can't... What... What is happening? Hey, uh... This never sounds good, but it was, uh... It was for your own good. That's bullshit! This is not for my own good! Look what you did to me! I can't... My face! I, uh... I shot Finn. Hey, well... That's quite the revelation, isn't it? No, he knows. Yeah, that's why I was in the hospital. I did that for his own good, too. Right, I was about to run into a burning building. Were you? Were you not there? Well, no, I was otherwise indisposed. Yeah, he was knocked the fuck out, too. Well, then... Well, yeah, he shot me. I was about to go in to uh, try and... uh, It was the haunted house thing in uh, Dunwich? Yeah, that shithole. Yeah, that place. Yeah, so crazy cuckoo mind, right? And, uh, well, for my own good, I was shot. Yes, I dare say all of us carried something back from Dunwich, which we did not uh, rightfully intend to. Isn't that right, Charlotte? 
the whole time you guys have been speaking, she has just been staring with her brow furled and her hand on her slowly swelling jaw, just looking from one to another. This is not like any of that. This is not, it's not the same, okay? He almost died. I'm fine. What the hell? I was fine. Yeah, there was a, uh, there was a lot of variables and questions, and, uh, you told you how to say variables. Was it me? I don't recall that. Yeah, it was, uh, (laughs) it was a little word of the day calendar I got for Christmas one year. (laughs) That's right. Can you focus? Okay. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. So, um, if you could enlighten me, Charlotte, uh, who almost died? Who is he? Finn. He almost died crawling into a burning building. I was fine. Fine. Just fine. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I, uh, I beg to differ. I want to press charges. I want to press charges. I want the cops now. I can't believe you punched me in my face. You're like one of my best friends. Yep. You would press charges on your best friend? He punched me in the face, Philip. Whatever would Ash say? What do you mean? What? No, I I didn't say anything. What do you mean, what would Ash say? That's messed up. You don't know Ash? You can't tell me what Ash would say. You have no idea. Well, then, what would he say in this situation? I don't know. I don't know, because he's not here. What did you guys do? I don't know. What do you mean, he's not here? Don't try and psychoanalyze me, Philip. You know, what did you do? What did you do when I was passed out? We completed a process that, apparently, went rather well, if I do say so myself. There was uh, some shit that followed you back from the house, we think. Yes, quite. And it seems that we have exorcised it. Now it is in the voluminous ether, uh, so to speak. Finn, what happened? Tell me exactly what happened. What did you do? What did they do? Well, I, um, they, uh, you're unconscious, right? And then you were sitting up with your eyes closed and threatening us? Oh, no, no, not not just the rest of us, but threatened her as well. Do you remember? Right. You said that you could kill her. Well, it came out of your voice, but we thought it was whatever came back from uh, Dunwich. So we, uh, you know, being a proper Catholic and all, I was able to exorcise the demon. Oh, yes, it was a a bracing Latin phrase. I would never... I was... I was knocked out. No one... There's no way I could sit up and talk to you. What are you talking about? That's what it was. You were possessed by some sort of spirit, some demon, right? And, um, we exercised it. 
Not not like go to the gym and exercise, like remove it from you and send it back to hell. And so at that point you can see Cookie's gears turning. She was sitting up on her own while she was definitely passed out. Thoughts of all of her uncertainty about what happened the night before are starting to flood over her and she just goes ashen and passes out. At that point, the door will open to the interrogation room and Chief Walters will walk in. I see she's still uh, unconscious. Yes, well, she did take quite a blow. He'll come in and grab a chair sit down. I just got off the uh, line with your uh, with your supervisor, Agent Patterson. I've explained to him the issue up here. And he assures me that the four of you will find the person who committed this heinous act upon Curator Doyle. Not only that, but he tells me you'll do it by the end of the day. That's how uh, how efficient we is. Yes, as my Goliath compatriot has said, we are quite furiously efficient. Now, as I told you all earlier, we did send officers to the hotel and they searched and he'll look over at Cookie, Agent Miller's room. And while nothing looks out of place, we did find a couple of uh, drops of blood on the carpet by the door, which is a little suspicious. However, we have no idea whose they are, or how long they've been there. It is a hotel. But regardless, it does make us suspect Ms. Miller, who I think we should keep here at the station. Did they happen to find my green suit? It seems to have gone missing. Oh, how terrible. My God, boy. We're talking about a dead man, a respect individual in this city and all you care about, all you can think about is a suit? Yes, it was my father's suit. He's dead too. <sighs> He's just shaking his head. like. Just... Well, if, if I may, I, I do know I've seen the scene of the crime, uh, so to speak. I would very much like to see the body uh, if possible. Uh, do you happen to know what that is uh, at this present moment and its, its disposition? It's at the morgue right now, in the hospital, St. Mary's. Capital. And the um, personal effects are also there? That were found on, on the body? Mm-hmm. W- with your position, uh, <laughs> with your permission, I would like the agents of the department to uh, inspect the body and, again, inspect the um the the site of the of the um the crash so to speak uh so we can gather our gather our information our clues and uh present to you a a solid case of what happened that night well finally at least one of you now starts to sound like law enforcement yes i suggest you inspect the body and inspect the crime scene as your uh, supervisor says you'll have the culprit in custody by the evening. Yes, I dare say we shall. Wait, that's the gunfire that happened earlier. What was that about? Oh, a, a rookie officer accidentally 
engaged his weapon. Oh, yes, that type of thing happens all the time. It just happened to me as well. That's why I don't normally carry a revolver. Hmm. I suggest you maybe give the revolver back to whomever, and he'll side-eye Bruno, gave it to you. Oh, yes, that's a capital idea. He would be offended by that, but it's true. So he'll stand up and say, okay, and he'll hit his fist to the table. Three of you can go. We'll keep uh, Agent Miller here. I'll have uh, I'll have somebody come take a look at her, look at that jaw, make sure nothing's broke. Oh yes, that would be wonderful. Thank you, Chief. Well, what are you all doing? Still standing here? Oh well, yes, yeah, of course. Philip will stand up. He grabs his valise, nods to Bruno so he can pick up his valise, and nods to Finn, and they will exit. On the way out, Finn will mention, If you find that suit, let me know, if you don't mind. If you mention that suit one more time, I'm going to throw you in jail. So that's a yes. Thanks. And he heads out. You, uh, you got a doctor's around here that we can take her to? I I said I'd have somebody come and look at her, but if you wish to take her to the hospital, I guess you could carry her over to St. Mary's, where you're going to look at the body. But I don't know if that's a wise choice. Oh, I agree. Remember the last time you went to the hospital, Bruno? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, that'll be fine. We can take her over. One of my officers will go with you, though, to keep an eye on her, as she is still our person of interest. Yeah, sure. That's completely fair. Well, now that all this is settled, let us go see a body. So you all exit. It looks like that rookie that uh, discharged his weapon inside is drew the short straw for uh, guard duty of the unconscious woman. So he will follow you as you, I guess, are, what, fireman carrying cookie? Or are you... Oh, he's bridal carrying. You know Bridal carrying? Oh, of course. So you guys gonna walk over there? It's it's only a, a couple blocks. It's not far. Yes, I'm. I'm quite happy to walk, and I have a jaunty step. And uh, if I could whistle, I would. Do you guys have a conversation with the young rookie there in tow, or? Yes. Help me, young officer. What happened with accidental discharge? I'm told they don't happen very often. At least not at his age. He'll look a little sheepish. I I don't know what happened. I I was just standing there. Next thing you know, it just it just it went off. They they said I must have accidentally cocked it when I loaded it in the holster this morning. It's just the damnedest thing. Oh yes, I agree. That is the damnedest thing. And it, you were just standing there minding your own business. It looks at you a little like, well, I was. Yeah, standing there at the filing cabinet, just filing the reports away. Hmm, that is the strangest thing. And there's no departmental policy about uh, keeping one chamber of your revolver unloaded? No. Kind of looks a little like, uh... Tell you the truth, I don't really know. Eh, well. It's really neither here nor there. I was just merely, merely curious, but... You you felt nothing, you saw nothing, and just all of a sudden, like, ba-blam, your gun goes off. 
I'm going to say he didn't feel anything or see anything. He was engrossed in his work, and then blah, blah, blah the gun went off. Bruno's going to look down the fin and nod towards the bag. Philip is carrying the the ghost trap unit. Finn shrugs. Yes, I do uh, agree that's very strange. Although I, I, I feel I should speak on behalf of my compatriots. Is there a um, an extensive uh, garment larceny unit in Arkham? Oh, yes. The suit was stolen right from his hotel room. Did, did, didn't you hear? That's my favorite suit. It's my father's suit. His favorite suit. You know, uh, a suit's always replaceable. We investigate things like, you know, this poor guy got murdered. Your dad's father's suit is replaceable. Well, that's that's not true. Has some real sentimental value, it did. Well, I, I'm sorry about that, but it's a suit. I mean, in comparison to what we're really, what you're really supposed to be investigating, it it pales, don't you think? Oh yes, I, I do agree. And on the on the matter of, of finding a uh, curate Doyle, <laughs> uh, what did you find at the uh, the site of the crash, if anything? Oh, I wasn't uh, on the scene. The more experienced officers go that, but I, I heard he was he was pretty banged up. His face just, he must have hit the steering wheel pretty hard when he impacted onto the rocks in the river. Oh, how dreadful. You sure he actually was, uh, was murdered? Well. Could have been an accident. People have accidents all the time. Hmm. Well, like the chief says, there was no reason for him to be driving out that way. So, seems odd, a man like him driving up that way. He didn't really have much reason to leave out of town, and if he did, he usually went towards Boston. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Uh, did you happen to find anything else in the car, or, or your your more experienced officers? I I don't know what they found like you know his they, the, the morgue should have all of the stuff you can go through there yes yes I'll, I'll do that but I, I treasure this one I can pick the mind of a, a strapping young officer who is uh, ready and eager to enforce the law and, and uphold the public welfare so to speak yes yeah well like I said was there on the scene all I know is what the other officers told me do you know of Officer Doyle? Is he related to the the late lamented uh, Kyoto Doyle? Seems so angry when we came in. Yeah, he's he's related to him. He's not allowed to be a part of the investigation. It was his uh, his uncle. Were they close? I mean, he helped helped him get a get a job here with the uh, you know city police and all. But it's not like they, you know, chummy or anything. I mean, helping them getting a job with the police, that's a pretty big deal. Well, I don't know. Something tells me the curator Doyle just liked having, you know. No, I don't know. If you could tell me, I'd appreciate it. Seem to like to know people with power, people with info. And, well, having a nephew in the in the police... Get to hear a lot, get 
get to know a lot of information. Oh. A kind of person like that will typically have enemies. Makes you wonder who else might be after him. I'll kind of shrug at that. Not that we're insinuating that anything unfortunate or untoward might have happened. Could have just been an accident. Yes, of course, of course. This is just idle speculation as well. Walking through a early January winter down the street towards a frozen morgue. Ah, I love investigations. You'll see the hospital come into view. He'll look at all of you and then look at Bruno carrying Cookie and say, well, we should probably go around the back to the morgue entrance. I don't think we should walk through the front door. Yes, normally I would agree with you. However, uh, I do believe the health of our Agent Charlotte here is uh, of paramount importance. And if you could uh, ensure that uh, my other girl-like compatriot, Bruno, is sent to the right location so she may be looked at and cared for, that would be wonderful. And I, You guys hear a cat around here? There's lots of cats in Arkham. They run around. Bloody alley cats. Young Finn and I will go around the back to the morgue entrance, and you and Bruno take Charlotte to get proper medical care. How, how about that? Okay. So you guys will separate. He'll go with you, Bruno, to through the front door to get Cookie medical attention. The other two will go around back to the morgue entrance. So you make your way around the back. You'll see a door to go to the back side of the building. You'll see a sign next to it that, that'll say morgue entrance. You can walk in. You'll come around to the double doors that have the morgue written on them. And you can go inside and you'll see an individual sitting in there. A uh, portly man, older, sitting at a desk. Looks like he's uh, writing something in a file. Greeting and salutations, my good man. I am. Uh, Dr. Philip Wiesel of the uh, Department of Esoteric Relics and Parchment. This is my fellow agent, Finn. We understand that you have received a body recently of a, a dearly deceased Director Doyle. Is that uh, not correct? Yep. Chief Walters just called, said you guys would be on your way. He'll get up from his desk, walk over, open one of the units, and will slide out the body. <laughs> he'll unveil, he'll pull the sheet down and say, there you go. Uh, well, yes. Um, do you happen to have his personal effects that uh, were carried in with him by chance? Yep. He'll turn around, walk over to some lockers, open it up. He'll pull out like a, a bag, like a paper bag, walk it over to you, put it on one of the Autopsy tables near the body and uh, set it there. You go. Everything's in there. Oh, lovely. Um, well, thank you, sir. We will take it from here and we will ring you when we are complete with our investigation of the body and the personal effects. He'll walk right back to his desk at the other end of the room. Go right back to writing his in his file. Philip will rub his hands. Finn will start to uh, investigate the body. Medicine or first aid? Ah, medicine. Finn, what do you want to know? Make sure you check that box. 
So first of all, just what is the state of the body? It's dead. Well, yes, but like, uh, like, is it mostly like facial wounds that would be coincide with a car accident? Facial wounds. You will see lots of bruising around the eyes, cheeks, jaw area. You'll see that it looks like a all outward, visibly damaged that you can see is all localized in the face. There are no bruises on the chest. There's no bruises on the hands. No bruising on knees, anywhere else. Everything seems to be localized on his face. Yeah, so, Philip, this wasn't a car crash. Oh, no, I suppose it wasn't, but, well, I don't know. He looks kind of alive to me. Look at that face, full of vim and vigor. Right, so, he'd have bruising on more than just his face if it were a car accident. So, when the morgue actually does the autopsy or whatever, we can't have it be an accident, or else it will uh, look very suspicious. Yes, yes, of course, of course, of course, yes, yes. Um, tell me, did... Did, did Cookie sound, um, she sounded rather put out that, uh, that malevolent spirit that we exorcised was exorcised, didn't she? I bet, yeah. But, uh, hmm. It could have been some sort of deal, perhaps. You know, deal with the devil. So maybe she's lost out or something. That's my first guess. Um,. If you could do me a favor and check his personal effects, I need to check a few more things on this body, I think. And he's going to place his valise next to the gurney here, and he's going to start inspecting himself. While Finn is inspecting the personal effects and Philip is doing his own thing, Finn will ask about, uh, so... Are we going to just throw some Patsy under the bus, or are we going to Put this on Cookie. Bill, that's that's an interesting thing to say, uh, young Finn. I dare say I have a, a different idea, you see. <laughs> pardon, pardon me, yes. <clears throat> um, be a good lad and find me a glass of water, will you? I'm suddenly rather parched. I mean, you can get it yourself. Uh, I could, but I am uh, dreadfully busy uh, examining this body, if you wouldn't mind. And I'm very busy inspecting these things. Are you telling me that your time's more important than mine? Well, that's just a matter of course, isn't it? Finn does not go. He will keep uh, inspecting the stuff that's there. Looking at clothes. Bloody in the front, apparently. Around the front of the collar and on the, the chest there, like where the buttons would button up. It's a button-up shirt. Lots of blood there. Not really anywhere else. Kind of localized on any collar area. So jacket, overcoat, shirt are all around the collar. Hmm. His keys are there. Pocket watch. He's got a wallet with ID, money, things like that. Uh, shoes. Pants, underwear, you know. Right. Uh, so Finn's going to count the money. It's like 25 bucks. Yeah, that's decent. While Finn is doing this, Philip is 
looking over the body and he's got a big smile on his face. It is the smile of victory over a hated nemesis. And I'll open the mouth and kind of check the teeth and everything. And he's humming to himself. Oh, some of them are missing. Yeah. Like they've been punched out. Well, how curious. Well, I suppose you could tell us all about it. Isn't that right, old boy? Now, slap the cheek a couple times, and and then he opens up his valise, and he takes out the teapot. He holds it in one hand and goes, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Knocks on it twice. Here is my handle. What the fuck are you doing, Philip? Here is my spout. When I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Uh, Finn's going to try and stop Philip from putting Ash into Doyle. I don't know. Ash, do you have anything to say as you are being taunted? What game are you playing? You both will hear that. (laughs) Oh, fuck. From what little I've been able to discover, it seems you care for Charlotte very much, well... Charlotte is currently in a lot of trouble, as they believe that she murdered this particularly gruesome man right here, but I think we all know that wasn't the case, now was it? No. (laughs) Well, (laughs) hear me out. Uh, You see, I believe that I can give you something that you desperately want, and I will receive something I want in return, which is Charlotte's well-being. Also, I will declare ultimate victory over hated rival although it's not that much of a rival but what if I were to make you a universally beloved and powerful man in the city of Arkham that would definitely be a step up from where I am now yes quite and given uh, Charlotte's definitive um, attachment to your own august personage I dare say that she would be quite chuffed to be able to come and visit you whenever she would like. Now, wouldn't that be something interesting? I believe it would. So then, I am uncertain if you are familiar with the laws of the land of Arkham, Massachusetts, but I do believe if there is no body, there is no crime. I think I'm picking up what you're laying down, but I have a question for you. (laughs) Yes, of course. What is it? What is your investment in Charlotte's well-being? My investment? Well, she's a fellow agent, and I dare say at one point she might have been considered a friend, although (laughs) I'm I'm certain that uh, she has told you all about me. If you do what I think you're going to do, then you'll be her best friend. Well, second best friend. Around this time, Finn moves towards the head part of Doyle and casts Victor's Satism and then proceeds to remove the head of Doyle from the body. And then last question I think I have, because I can never remember, is did Doyle ever have a first name? He Garbage. He did have a first name. Wow. Gar- Garbage Doyle. Oh, my God.
I'm allowed uh, to say it. He's a corpse now. Although if I have my druthers, not for long. He does have a first name. I would have to look it up, though. And as I'm now doing fraud, I'm unable to do such a thing. Oh, well, then I'm going to take it away. <clears throat> okay, take it away. Thank you. Just to punch him right back in his face. Roll it. Ooh, you want to roll your dodge, Bruno? No. No? You're going to take that hit? Yeah. So you can both be significantly damaged, and that way it can kill you easier. I mean... I think we're already fairly significantly damaged, even before we went into this <laughs> interrogation room. If you mention that suit one more time, I'm going to throw you in jail. So that's a yes. Thanks. And he heads out. Charlotte, you uh, you want to stay here? She's passed out? Oh, that's right. If she starts talking, we've got another problem? Oh, no, 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 no. He's, he's trying to speak to his conscience because he did do her a, a terrible blow to both uh, physicality and emotionality. All I know is what the other officers told me. This isn't Officer Doyle, is it? No. Okay. My God, so, I would never subject that poor man to you people. What do you know of Officer Doyle? Is he related no, to the, the late lamented uh, Kyoto Doyle? Oh, you must tell us. Oh my goodness. He seemed so angry when we came in. Um, so you're really going to ask about Officer Doyle? Hell yes, I am. Why would this is what we're talking about? Around this time, Finn moves towards the head part of Doyle and casts Victor's Satism and then proceeds to remove the head of Doyle from the body. <gasps> oh my god! Smash cut. Yeah, let's get rid of Craig. Take a break! <laughs> Holy shit! Moment. I am so- oh my god! I am so angry right now. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a Net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.